Welcome to the Custom Culture Rodcast, brought to you by Car Culture Deluxe and Old School Rods Magazine. Welcome back. We are at episode four today. And uh, one thing I want to touch base on, if you guys have not gone backwards and listened to episode three, two, and one, you need to. But I'm sitting here today with Murpho and the real Mrs. Murphy, Charlie Murphy. How y'all doing? Doing great, dudes. Good, good, good. Today is going to be a great day, y'all. We have special guests again. Now, I just brought up the last week when we talked, or the last episode, we spoke with Waylon and Chris, two guys from the shop that are killing it on these cars. We got um, two more fellas that we're going to talk to here in just a minute, and I'll introduce you guys here in a second. But one of them, his name is LV Ocho. We have Austin, Austin Harvell and Jake Carter. But we're going to hit them up here in a minute. First, you guys, I want to talk about that pinups and pistons that we just went through this last weekend on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, man. It yeah, yeah. was sick. If y'all, if you guys were out here, then you guys already know it was fantastic. If you weren't, you missed one of the coolest shows I've ever been to. I mean, it was it was on point, dude. Like, I was really, really happy. And before we like get into all the shenanigans, I just want to say kudos to the real Mrs. Murphy for putting on one hell of a show. Yeah. Yeah, well, Lola, her and the girls, Lola, SD, Shelby, the whole Sarah, crew, right? Waylon and the boys, yeah. Well, yeah. one thing, that you guys, even if you were here, you might not have noticed that our the showroom here at Murphy's Rod and Custom Shop uh, was turned into that kind of a quasi changing room for all all the the models. But they, man, but they were. I mean, in saying that is an understatement. There were gowns and dresses and tops and shoes and women doing hair that uh, i don't know how you guys did it i mean that looked like the, the, some of those girls their hair looked like it would take days to do and it didn't they kept popping out and it was it was amazing really estrogen you know? factory estrogen factory how, how many girls babe i think we had 20 over 20 girls yeah, oh yeah guys. easy because they were everywhere Everywhere. Yeah, it was really cool. To see and a bunch of there. photographers, too. I mean, I don't know how many photographers, yeah, but there's a ton. We had about the same amount of yeah. photographers. So it was pretty cool to see, right? Like, you're at the car show, and, like, all the cool cars roll in, and you're thinking, all right, you know, it's going to be like, you know, what you see all the time. We're going to hang out, look at some cool cars, and then, bam, like, all the activity, dude, right? Like, the photographers and the models, right. like, up on every car going around. I mean, it was it was something to see. It, it was. It was. And a lot of kids here, too, which was great. We talked about how these are family events. And to everybody who came out to that thing, and you brought your kids, man, I'm glad you all did. It was fun. The food was good. We had, they had a, a barbecue dude out here that was just smoking it with the sandwiches and the sausages and, and everything, man. It, it, was a, it was a good turnout. A lot of money for charity. I think we've raised um haven't got a grand total but i know it's over two thousand close to three thousand dollars man yeah that's this charity this time was for dell's children's hospital and every time we do one of these uh pin up and pistons it's we're raising money everything we're doing here is is to raise awareness raise money for our community for to help take care of children and and that's we all have kids it's it's a it's a you know, it hits us all right in the heart about this thing, man. And this is one reason why you guys are doing it, and it's awesome. And man, two or three Gs—that's no joke, you know. Yeah, no joke. I mean, we're 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 getting it done, dude. Like, exactly. It's, it's a good thing. I think that um, I've gotten a lot of feedback. I know that Charlie has from folks all over the country. You know, we know a lot of people like on the West Coast in particular, and they're like, "Man, we wish we were in Texas. We wish <laughs> we were able to come to your show. It looks like the thing." And you know, I mean, maybe it is. I mean, it's just. This is a good jam. Like it, it was cool, but another thing, there was like 
two or three waves of like guys would come with their cars. They park it. The owners would come out. They'd shoot the shit with other guys. They walk around, look at the cars. Then they'd split and a whole nother wave of cars would come in and they'd do it again. And then they, then some other guys would split it, man, it was just going and going and going. And it was cool. It was really yeah, I mean, I pretty red. Again, say enough for um, all of the effort from everybody, even in the shop and, Charlie's team, everybody just really, really knocked it out. And it was cool to see all those kids, dude. You know, I've always talked about being a real big proponent for, like, bringing kids to car shows. the Next generation. And it's a good thing for them to see and get attached to all the the cool factor and get them hooked. Right, yeah. And there's one girl in particular, which sooner or later we're going to have back out here well, there's a, a girl, she's 14 years old. When she was 13, she asked her parents for a camera. I got to talk with her mom and dad, or her dad, and her, she wanted a camera, and her dad goes, okay, well, her dad's into hot rods, so what does she say pictures of? Hot rods. Every angle, any way you can think of. I mean, when most 14 little girls are not really looking at hot rods, that girl was killing it out here, and she was taking pictures of everything. I actually got chills talking about her. You could just tell she was in the zone. You know, it was pretty rad to see. That was super rad. Yeah. Did you get a chance to talk to her at all? No, but I, I seen a post today where we also inspired another little girl that come with their parents and um, seeing all the other models um, modeling, she thought that she wasn't like able to do that or she wouldn't be capable of doing that. And like she just thought that was a cool thing. So now she realizes like she can do that. She can be one of those girls and she wants to do that. Just yeah. a little girl in self-esteem. I mean, I mean, we're all fellas in here aside from yourself, uh, Charlie, but it was difficult enough being teenage guys and stuff with self-esteem, different things, but I couldn't imagine a little girl. And that, that to me is exactly why you guys put that thing on, you know, and stuff like that. It's amazing. One of the main factors, too, that kind of pushed us, pushed Charlie to get into this format and put pistons and pinups together is the movement for empowering women. Right. So in this case, we're talking about empowering girls, you know, young younger girls to do these things. But that really is the premise behind the workshop is to help photographers and models in a non-competitive uplifting supportive environment to learn their craft and get better and share it so you know really man this thing all the way through and through being charity based and then being about like uplifting and helping each other it's it's just like a real win you know right. and then you get to see badass cars at the same time so how can you go wrong exactly and it was fun man there were some cool cars i mean you guys know me i'm a car guy every car is cool that was here you know what i mean older older there's so much personality in the older cars but it's just cool to see what people do with their cars. Like there was, there was one car that I actually didn't get a chance to talk to the owner and I walked by it, but the interior was like sitting in like Mel's diner, you know, it was, it was, and I'm not explaining this right, but I mean, there was glitter inside on the leather in, in the leather interior, like in the, or the vinyl or whatever it was everywhere. The headliner, the door panels, man, it was rad. And I just, I regret I didn't get a chance to talk to that dude because, man, that car was sweet. But they'll be back again. They'll be back again. And we will take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Double Deuce, the voice of Custom Culture Broadcast. Do your part to keep print media alive. Head on over to murphospublishing.com. You can subscribe to both magazines, Car Culture Deluxe and Old School Rods. Do your part, as everyone should. Keep print media alive. 
Subscribe today. If any of you out there are interested in or inquiring about sponsorship or advertising on the Custom Culture Rodcast, contact Art at MurphosPublishing.com. Do your part. Help keep print media alive. Subscribe to our Custom Culture Rodcast. Hit the five-star button. We need your support. Now that we got done with that, let's go on. We are on episode four, and I want to introduce two badass dudes from the shop. You met two last time of Waylon and Chris. This time we got Austin and Jake. And Austin, we're going to hit you up first. This is the LV Ocho, Austin Harville. Give us a shout, man. Tell us all about you. What's up? What's up? <laughs> well, come on, man. What you got? What you got? Ask me some questions. You tell me what you give me a little bit about your bio, brother. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm a custom painter here at Murphos, and, uh, hey, man, we're just trying to kill the game over here, so, you yeah, know, I'm, just, I'm open for any questions, just, you gotta ask. Yeah, you're gonna get up here to say it, I promise you. Austin's, like, his <laughs> office is being in the paint right. within his zone, laying down that syrup, and he, uh, is, like, a ninja... I don't know really like kind of how to say that, but this cat is like, I, I think that works. I mean, cause yeah. there's nothing better than a ninja. Yeah. And if you, if you guys, you guys need to check out the magazines, you need to check out the website. You need to look at the cars that are here. Like last week when we were talking about the, that 29 Hudson, the paint job that Austin did on that, which we talked a, very, a little bit about it, where it was the, you know, the, the darker on top and the lighter on the bottom, but tell people about this. We were a little bit talking about that Hudson with the way they don't know what, he, what I didn't know until you said, you know, until Murphy goes and said, yeah, go take a look. And I said, that's cool. He goes, no, 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 walk up. And when the light hit that cream, the whole thing changed, bro. It's amazing. Okay. So how this paint job went down was like, uh, this guy picked some colors and, uh, you know, the way Murph likes to do things, he likes to do things with a little bit of a twist, you know? So we painted a uh, cream on the bottom and we talked this guy into spraying a little bit of gold pearl, you know, first kind of reluctant until he saw the spray out. Then he was all about that life, you know? Yeah. So in that, and all actually he said he wanted subtle, but when I showed it to him, he told me, man, you know, I wouldn't have minded if he would have just blasted this with pearl and he kind of <laughs> made my heart sink a little bit. But really the guy's like super stoked about this paint job, you know? Yeah. So like the way, like we kind of are doing things here is like, you know, every paint job that we do, we're kind of trying to put, like our own little customs, just small, like swipe, slight to crazy twist on things, you know? Sure. How did you get started in the painting? Like how old were you? To, I mean, oh man, backtrack. Dude, that's nuts, dude. Like I was 20 years old, bro. And, uh, I, how I started here, bro, is I was a tattoo apprentice and I was looking for a job, you know, cause apprentice really don't make money. So I started sweeping floors at a custom paint shop. And after that, dude, it was like, that kind of like took over, man. It was game over. After the, fi- that. the fire hit after that. Huh? Well, cause I walked into this shop, man, at area 5150 and, uh, you know, I saw the most craziest airbrush jobs, like just just super stupid, like nuts paint jobs, you know. And then yeah. after that, man, I was like stuck, you know. So I worked my way up, you know, and then I, w- I go state to state. I'm a nomad, dude. So it was like I really don't have a home, you know. So to make a small story short, I ended up in Oklahoma. I came here, then I went to Oklahoma for a little bit. And then, like, I was doing a little bit of custom work out there, man. I just looked at my wife one day. And I was like, hey, man, you know, this is uh, this, this pond's too small for us here, man. We got to. <laughs> We got to go back to Texas, you know? Right on. And I went up uh, meeting this dude, Hector Mato, man, and he hooked me up with a job down in Bernie. And uh, I wound up moving. Uh, some crazy stuff happened. Like, my uh, my best friend died, and I went to California. And uh, 
when I came back, you know, I was I wasn't really feeling that place. I was kind of my head was in the right place. I met uh, Murph, and then it was like it was everything changed after that. You know, he took me to another level. So he showed me really like a lot of cool things about customs and doing these sleds and all kinds of stuff. You know, so it was dope. Yeah, Austin, man, he uh, he's got that bug for the customs, you know, and I I think he gotten kind of the itch for the effects and like for the paint and like what he did with the pearl you know in that in that in that cream is like kind of like our jam now you know it's like got to take these colors and like do the effects and do the stuff that kind of gives them that side tone or the bling or something that like separates them you know we want our cars to like really pop and that's really like you know his his jam is like getting into that i think that um this year, like 2021, we've got several cars that are about to come out of the shop that are like really, really on point and a few that are coming behind them. And uh, you watch out, man. There's going to be some wicked, wicked paint jobs that are coming right now. Um, it, you think, dude, like like we talked the other day, like, right? Like Hot Rods or Customs, bro? Dude. Okay. Uh, no offense to nobody, but like to me, a Hot Rod, dude, that's a dude that wears a guy that likes Hot Rods. You know, they like fast cars, whatever, man. I like fast cars, too. But those are the dudes that wear really small shorts. You know, they got the gold chains. They got the <laughs> they got the new balances. You know what I mean? They drive Corvettes. I mean, they they like cars like that. That's that's to me when someone says a hot rod. But man, when you got a car that's see, I, I'm a I like low riders, dude. And that's where I grew up, like loving low riders and like that low everything low everything super crazy custom. And you know, um, I would rather take a traditional custom any day over because of like the super heavy modifications on these bodies that. Uh, my boy Murph's laying down and like some of the other cats in the shop, you know, and then you, you, you add a really super dope paint job. It's always got to have a little spice to it because that's the way we do things here at Murpho is like we never let a customer leave with something, something, you know, fuck we do. It's got to right. be, be on that level to where like people look at that and like, damn, man, that's a really nice paint job, you know. Um, you know, Deuce, I think we should probably grab Jake and pull him in here and we can like bounce with these boys yeah, man. about some of these cars we got rolling right now. You got it. We also got Jake Carter over here, brother. Give us get a little bit of your background, man. What up, everybody? Uh, I'm Jake. I build cool shit. <laughs> I'm going to get you a t-shirt that's that says, I I'm Jake. I build cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, there should be. Maybe that'll be my next tattoo. I'm not sure yet. There we go. <laughs> Jake is a, uh, uh, I think of Jake as being like a hot rod kid. Like he's like come up in hot rods. He didn't come up in the little scene stir scene or anything you know he's just come up like purely with hot rods in his blood in fact jake is uh pedigreed jake has actually been to hot rod college which kind of gives him a leg up he can trump us all with that one you know if you're sitting around drinking beers be like i went to school for it bitches <laughs> but um now jake's in this shop he i would say is a, a fabrication specialist would you agree, bro? Like, that's kind of your main jam, right? Yeah, that's pretty much my, my shit right He can there. shape metal like nobody's business and MIG and TIG. And I can build your butt cheeks together if you can take the heat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. And, you know, like, when he's saying build cool shit, like, both these guys are like yeah. ninjas. Like, they're minimizing what they but they're not saying what they're saying. You know, when they're saying, oh, yeah, it's all right, I can do that. These cats are on another level, y'all. It's amazing. The paint I've seen is... Sick, everything's sick. No, yeah. you can't give me all the credit though, man. This dude's laying some stuff out like that that uh that Studebaker boy that uh that dude did some nasty work on that, man. It's so awesome. Yeah, these I can't That's really like making your job easier. Bet. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say enough about having all these guys in crew. It's really exciting for me to get a couple more of them in here because the stuff we do on a daily, it's like a dream, you know, like right. we're putting together. Jake, um, what do you think about that Studebaker truck you've been working on, bro? 
Oh, that thing's ridiculous. I I absolutely love it. Like it's it's crazy because it's a Studebaker pickup. Everybody's got a a '53 Chevy pickup or something like that. But just the Studebaker, it's something different. Like I've never even really seen one in person. But it's like, man, the lines on this truck are so cool. It's so curvy. It's just it's beautiful. And with that just slammed on that S10 chassis, it's. It's yeah, so, so this, nice. this pickup truck we're talking about is a chassis swap, you know, and so Jake has done all the fab work to get the body hung onto this other chassis. And then, dude, like those taillights, man, that you come up with, those oh, are those on are point, sweet. right? Dude, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. They look like little rockets on the back of it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So That's exactly what they look like. Everybody needs to stay tuned because once we get our hands uh, around that thing with the uh, the paint body, you know, forthcoming at some point, like we'll we'll get to kind of put it out there and you get to see it like on our website and all that. Dude, like the floor work, the metal work, like come on. I mean, that, that one's got to be pretty special to you. Oh, yeah. I, I loved it. It was like uh, that was pretty much the first one since I've been here at Murphos that I got to start it. Like start to finish was, was pretty much the goal with that one because a lot of other stuff, you know, I'd come in after – some, 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 some bad seeds had left, so right. there was a lot of fixing other stuff. But that one, that one was just, that was all me. It was like, this is your building. I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> Give me that shit. Let's fucking do it. Wait, Hell yeah. I want to hear more about this hot rod college. Give us your background, man. How, uh, how, how did it all begin? Well, I went to Wyotech in 2008 for street rod custom fabrication. And pretty much after that, I, you know, went to, I got a job at a hot rod shop fresh out of college sweeping floors. So I did that for a little while. Like until, using your degree properly, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have any experience. What do you uh, expect? Yeah. So then I went from that to working at dealerships, you know, changing oil and doing warranty work and just a bunch of bullshit flag hour stuff that pretty much sucked. I did that for almost a decade until I finally was just like, there's no money in this. I don't like it. This is not what I want to do. <clears throat> and then I went to work in the oil field, stacked up some paychecks, and then I got a hold of this guy that was just opening a hot rod shop in Illinois where I'm from and uh, he was right down the road and I was like yeah let's check it out and I started doing just a bunch of crazy metalwork and shit and going to, to classes all over the country with some of the, the leaders in the, the metal shaping world in the whole country and it was it was a lot of fun and it just kind of went from there most of my family were like man we didn't even know you could do this stuff I was like I didn't know I could do this stuff <laughs> Like I, I wanted to, and it's like shit. It turns out I'm pretty good at it too. That's cool. That all worked out well. We were like really, really fortunate to get Jake. He, uh, I, he's been here for for a minute now, and um, just I, over a year now. I think that uh, he's found a home. I feel like he's found a home. You know, here these boys uh, are out there just like killing it on a daily, and I get kind of envious how them out there just getting like you know live their dream, building cool shit. Like I mean, all of us, you know, it's a like living our our dream and building cool shit like it's really like where it's at um what do you guys think about the projects we have going on in the shop right now i think it's awesome dude got some I, good ones i can't wait to see that uh that 48 ozone build come together bro i mean dude yeah, murph like sick. how do you say like seclude yourself dude from what we got going on man because dude in that corner man that's the cool kids corner you got all the dope projects <laughs> all the super crazy customs that are gonna live on forever over there it's the custom corner that's the custom <laughs> corner custom <laughs> corner <laughs> I'm fucking thrilled to be happy to be to be part of that, you know. So, so old Jake, you know, um, he come here. I gotta I gotta tease him for a minute. I, you know, this is my chance. I can't go anywhere. Uh, he come here, man. He had like the craziest cool beard. You know, he's. He, he <laughs> oh can't, God. I mean, here we I, go. I don't know who's seen him in the magazine or like online or whatever, but he looks very Irish with his red hair. 
and uh, he had like the coolest big beard. And like one day, I didn't, I wasn't here when it happened. You know, I come back to work. I'm like, who's that? You know, who's that guy? <laughs> he said to me, he was like, I don't know if you're qualified to work here. <laughs> so what, what what happened to that beard, Jake? Well, I was uh, drilling my vice on my workbench. It's kind of high. A little higher than it probably should be. I'm thinking about building a little lower table for it. <laughs> but I was drilling through this like quarter inch thick piece of like bar steel and just going at it, going at it. And then like the, the wind from the drill, like grabbed my beard and just. Oh. I was like, and I looked, my drill bit is just, it's all fuzzy. I was like, oh my God, like I'm afraid to look at it. And I'm touching my face. Like, okay, it didn't rip anything off because the drill bit was sharp enough. I guess it just sheared it and it just ripped half of it. So I had this half was all along. This half was like where it's now. I was like, oh my God. It was like, well, maybe I could fix it. Maybe I could fix it. I go home and try to fix it. I was like, no, fuck it. It's done. I just got to just take it all off. Zip it. Yeah, like, I mean, well, he, we'll start over. <laughs> he, uh, he came the next day. It reminds me of the time I had to get rid of my goatee and my daughter was calling me Bob. <laughs> I was like, who's, wh- who's this Bob? Like, how did Bob get here? Yeah, you're Bob. So y'all, um, y'all get to do this stuff and work at Murphos and build cool cars and stuff. What's what's it like working with each other? You guys, you guys get along. You tease each other. How's it going? I fuck with this guy as much as possible. <laughs> no, Jake, uh, he's and a dude that sneaks else. up on you, man. He'll say the one liners like when nobody's looking, but you don't even know where this dude's at. All of a sudden, you just hear this dude, you know, <laughs> saying some crazy stuff, and it's like the funniest thing in the world. How's it go, Jake? You sloppy ass bitch. <laughs> That's all you hear, man. This dude's like under the stairs saying this shit. You don't even know where it's coming from. So, you know, like one of the cool things here too is that we're a pretty decent sized crew. You know, we've yeah. got a lot of cars going. We're, we're fortunate. Um, I think uh, all told, I think we're like 13 people or something like that at the shop. So they get to uh, really like interact kind of like that. But it is like a family. I feel like we're a family here. Yeah, not I mean, trying to shit, we we, mouth, we pretty much know. spend more time with each other than we do our actual family. So yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's kind of how it becomes true. like a brotherhood. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're fortunate. Like there's, deep. there's good synergy. Like we don't have any like real drama or bad blood, right? Everybody's grooving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a good thing, man. These guys Pretty are killing it up there. Yeah. It's always a good thing in a shop too. Cause we've all been in places, shops where you walk in, you can taste it in the air where there's egos oh, yeah. and, and, you know, egos breed assholes. Breed you know, you know that old that old saying oh, yeah. where it's just you walk in there and you can taste it. You're like, oh no, man, yeah, it feels like you want to bar after a fight. Yeah. Like everything's there, you know. So Jake, man, you know, uh, hot rods or customs, both. Uh, pretty much both. Yeah, I mean, just I'm not really uh, discriminatory towards any of it. It's all it's all cool stuff. I like I like muscle cars. I like hot rods. I like sleds. Is anything that's just not boring oh man much. you should see i forgot to mention this dude built this incredible molded wing onto the back of oh, the yeah. 70 mustang that we're doing out there it's like oh. people are going to see this thing i know mean, oh, we're going to build more because they're going to yeah, come it's, it's going to be want, like the coolest grande coupe ever i yeah, want really i want nice. a, a jake wing it's what i want <laughs> jake, jake wing I, there's other people now that, since they've seen it like uh, the road runner that they dude wants one and talked yeah. about it on the javelin it's like, oh, Keep it going. <laughs> yeah, we need to get that would be pretty this. cool on a Roadrunner. That dude's actually hand built. Yeah, good. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool, man. So, what what all do you um, what do you guys like? What car do you like in the shop right now, dude? What's your fave? I like that thirty four a lot. That's a cool car. That's kind of right up my alley. Yeah, we got a sweet thirty four all steel original body car that we're doing a sixty kind of show car to. Um, kind of a nostalgic build. It's cool. He's got a pretty sweet. 
stance and pain and everything. I'm sure we'll have some pictures of that one coming up pretty quick, but that's big block with a tunnel ram. You can't go wrong. That's hard. <laughs> Sorry to go, Things go gonna against be stupid. a big block with a tunnel ram. Uh, Austin, uh, oh, oh no, you're not getting out of this one. Hey, uh, Austin, how come they call you Juicy? Uh, oh, here we go. Well, no, I was trying to avoid this one for you, buddy. I'm sorry. Let's take it back to 79. So me and Murph, uh, we were here during that uh, snow apocalypse, you know, and uh, we were working the on... snow apocalypse Yeah, dude, seriously. It was like... We froze, bro. It was crazy. It was like 30 degrees in the booth. Texas froze like... Dude, yeah. we did some gangster-ass shit, right? We heated the booth with that big-ass space heater you got. Right. So we're in there working on uh, Charlie's Spacemobile, you know, we're just doing it like quick like color change like type deal you know to make it like you know just a little different and i was bending over and uh this dude asked me hey bro you know a plumber i guess i have my butt hanging out you know and then the next thing you know he goes hey you're juicy oh and i swear it was God. like a pin drop and i swear to you it was like the heater turned off like everything was like quiet is super quiet you know we're just looking at each other like, like, what's, what's going on fuck? dude <laughs> yeah, what's going on man so that's yeah. how I came up with the handle, Juicy. I don't know. Juicy. And, and that's now, how those things stick. And now no, it's no, no, everybody knows. I mean, it's blasting on my toolbox. Like, I didn't do it. Someone else did. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. These, we, we, have a lot of, we have a lot of good times here. It's just, um, it's really cool to see these boys and, and get to be around their talent. And I think, you know, as a team right now, we've really, really, really gelled. Like, we're going we're gonna to put out some badass rides for you deuce so you can check them all out in 2021 uh dig it i know you guys are man i know you guys are hey once again i want to just say right quick that um we are pushing we want everyone about print media i want just want to throw this out there i know we're kind of off topic but print media it's the reason we have these magazines the reason we're doing this broadcast is old school rods and car culture deluxe magazines man it was actually I was talking to people this at the the show about the you know their cars and what they got and everybody said the same thing they go dude the pinnacle is to get it in a magazine to be on the cover to be you know and it's different with digital we we say it every week every time we have one of these things it's different with digital you can turn the computer off man you can't turn off a magazine you got it right there in front of you in full color right that's how you see it that's how you feel it touch it I guess you could smell it. Uh, almost, you know, and it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. We. This is the Custom Culture Rodcast brought to you by Old School Rods and Car Culture Deluxe Magazines. Gentlemen, I appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us. And Austin, if someone wanted to get a hold of you or look at some of your the stuff that you do, man, how can they do it? Uh, LV Ocho Instagram. LV Ocho Instagram. That's him. And Jake, what about you, buddy? I am j.p.carter on the gram and just Jake Carter on Facebook. There you go. You guys got it. All right, guys. Well, that is it for this episode. We want to thank uh, Murpho and the real Mrs. Murphy, Charlie Murphy, and Austin and Jake for being here, the boys in the shop, for telling us what it's all about, man. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Once again, thank you all. Uh, by the way, next episode is going to be episode five. We're going to be talking to Wayne Hurt and Braden Tima. They are on the cover of Old School Rods 106, and we're going to tell you all about it. Stay tuned, and we'll talk to you next time. Tune in to Custom Culture Rodcast, brought to you by Car Culture Deluxe and Old School Rods Magazine.